Now let the story begin, begin. All right, this is episode numero 10, number 10. That's another milestone. That's a big one. Episode 10. Uh, and the title of this episode for episode 10 is Big Brother. Big, li- sorry, Big Brother, Big Little Brother is what I want to call it. Big Little Brother. Um... Uh, thank you guys. Welcome back to the Who Do You Think You Are podcast. I am your host, Kelly De Jesus. Uh, I know I skipped my own intro right there a little bit, but hey, I'm excited today. Uh, it's a wonderful Saturday afternoon here in sunny South Florida, and we're back in the man cave, the bat cave. Uh, record another episode, second episode this week. Um, like I said, I had been gone for a couple weeks, uh, had my baby, and... You know, if you ever had children, that becomes your life and 24 hours around the clock. But we got to get back to the program. I got to get back to what I love to do. And one of the things that I love to do is this podcast for you guys. And today, more than ever, uh, probably the most special guest that you will get to hear uh, on this podcast ever and again, I love all my friends. I love all my family. But uh, this episode is going to be a special one. It's going to be a bilingual blood fest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I love when stuff like this comes to me. But um, we have a special guest today. Very, very special guest. Um, this man uh, means the world to me. Um, he is the the first image that comes to me when it comes to responsibility. Um, he was my first set of responsibilities. Uh, to this day, I don't know how to explain it. It's something from another world, but uh, you know, he means the world to me. It's it's something that if you guys have siblings. Or children or anything like that You know the understanding uh, Especially when you're the older Of the siblings or older child Or what's not So if you guys are not understanding just yet I have the eldest of my brothers uh, Like if you guys forgot I am the oldest sibling But he is the eldest right after me uh, My brother Wilton halfway the Jesus uh, Hawaii halfway Are you, are you going to do this interview Or am I going to do this interview well, I'm gonna do this podcast, however you're gonna call it. But yes, halfway people. That's my nickname for him. Uh, I call him halfway. I I've call him that for so so long now that I don't know what to call him besides halfway. But yeah, man, it's my first brother. Uh, and I say my first set of responsibilities. It was. I don't know if you understand when you're a kid and you know there's a lot going on, especially when you're a kid being growing up on your own. Uh, no siblings, a lot of cousins, and your cousins have brothers and sisters, and all your friends have brothers and sisters. And, you know, you're told, oh, you're so lucky you're an oldie child. And it's like, nah, you don't know. I'd rather have somebody at home to fight with, to whatever, play with, and all that. 
But luckily for me, uh, I knew early on my brother, uh, especially once they moved back to New York from Boston uh, after the birth of my other brother. Um, I was in London early, early on. And the more we grew up, because we were only almost two years apart, uh, it made it a lot easier for us to, again, we became each other's best friend. We had a lot of friends, neighborhood friends, building friends, school friends, all that. But ultimately, my brother's my best friend. And it's been that way since day one. Uh, For whatever reason, we understood that we were brothers. We were always very packed up. That is why you hear always talking about we're the wolf pack, the wolf pack. It was just an organic thing. Uh, I'd like to say that he's the brother that I love the most. It pisses my other brother off because even though I say he's my favorite brother, the second one, but this is the one that I love the most. And I guess that'll make sense to some of y'all. It makes sense to Wilton over here. <laughs> so, yeah, so let me introduce you guys to Wilton halfway to Jesus. I'm going to apologize for his accent, even though he's an American citizen, lived here his entire life. Uh, so, oh, that, that's just my joke. All right, <laughs> All right nice meeting you. It was Wilton. Went for podcast number 10. Podcast number 10. You don't need to welcome them. I welcome them, fool. You know. I don't know if you listen to my podcast, bro. He says he listened to two. I bet you he listened to one and and barely because he was distracted, probably. No, I didn't listen to one and two. But. Um, Now, let's let's go. What's up? So, you understand how this podcast works. Pretty much, I'm going to be talking about certain things, bringing up certain stories Mm -hmm. that have to do with us. Um... Because, again, this podcast at this moment, in this current season, is all about my life. So, I'm going to put you in the position to talk about me a lot. I know it sounds like this, this maricon. Like, I, feel, I feel like I'm dating. Like, for real, exactly. Like, I got to hear sell this guy. But, uh, it's okay. Um, so, like I said, my brother was born same hospital as I was. We were both born in Harlem Hospital. Same doctor? Uh, I don't know about same doctor. Yeah, that's, I, that's, that's one of those stories. I, I got to see some papers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stories that get told. And now that we're adults and we have kids, he is the father of my daughter. I don't no. know if that makes sense to people. He is the father of my daughter. No. Uh, his daughter no, no. is my daughter, period. You know, him and his... Uh, wife, baby, mom, girlfriend, whatever. Uh, they are the parents to my daughter. She's a beautiful seven-year-old girl that just turned seven today. So today we're gonna go celebrate her birthday. But again, uh, just again giving you guys the dynamic of what me and my brother are to each other uh, then and now. So back then, even though we were born in the same hospital, uh, like a lot of Dominicans, uh, my father, my stepmom, and he. Got up, uprooted, moved over to Framingham, Massachusetts. Um, like I told you in one of my stories before about them trips up to Boston. Uh, that's where they were living at. Um, and my uh, second brother was born there. Uh, sounds weird, right? Ugh. He's, yeah, he's a Bostonian. Uh, he hates to hear that. But the point is, they moved back to New York. Um, I guess I want to say Walton was about... Two or three years old, so Nuti had to be about one ish. So I was about five ish. Yes, because by my fifth birthday, they were at my fifth birthday party, and because I believe that was the, my last birthday party. Um, and 
my brothers back then, they my mom like it was a style back then. Even though they were two years apart, my stepmom would dress him identical. <laughs> they always had the same outfit together. Uh, Wilton would always have the blue. Nuthi would always have the red, and that's just how it went. There was no way around that. Wilton had the blue. Nuthi had the red. But from the Nautica to the Polo to the Tommy Hill figure to the everything, that was how it worked. They had to have the same outfit. She wanted them to be twins. Um, so that, to this day, my brothers work together. They've worked together for the last 10 years. My brothers have never been apart from each other. I'm t- like, let me just put it that simple. Wilton has a family, a wife, a kid, his apartment and all that good stuff. And Nuti has his own place where he has all, my stepmom lives with him. He had my sister living with him. And yet, these guys are together every single day in life, uh, pretty much. And I love it. Uh, it's one of those things that when I was young, I would not hold against them. I just held against life because I wish that I could have been around my brothers that much. Like, my brothers never annoyed me. My brothers, like, it was not one of those things. Like, we don't get annoyed by each other. We argue, we fight, like, but it's always playfully and lovingly, but never, never maliciously. Uh, the only few times that there has been fights, usually between Wilton and Nuti, like, that it all got physical, mm-hmm. either from little to adulthood, and then a few times me and Wilton, but it was always as a later teenagers. And it was, again, we're going to touch on that dynamic a lot, because... <laughs> And there's a lot that, you know, my, psych- my, my psychology degree kicks in. And I'm like, I love the dynamic between me and my brother. You never beat me, though. He swears I never beat him. He says I cheat. I said, I'm like, I don't care how I won. But there's a clear winner. <laughs> you know, he says it's never, I never won straight up. I'm like, okay, I'll let you use that technicality. He's a LeBron fan. So, you know, they got to use all these technicalities. <laughs> Us Kobe fans and Jordan fans. All we care about is how many rings. Talk to me how, how we put in that work. Uh, <laughs> but early on, yeah, my brother and I were very tagged up. We were very protective over our little brother because our little brother, you know, was sick all the time. He had a whole bunch of stuff. So we just became very overprotective of him. Um, so, like, we were the tag team champs. Like, it didn't matter. And one thing that I'll say about my brother is weird because when I'm not around, he's the oldest brother. He's the oldest son. Like, he's my seven-month's oldest ch- uh, grandson. Like, he's the oldest nephew, like, to his aunts and, and stuff like that. Oh, kind of. Um, like, into the immediate family. But, like, when I'm around, now I'm the older brother. And he's the second oldest. And it's, he always adapted well to that. Like, it was very weird to me. I, like, it was always this understanding of ranking. And he would let me be... The, you know, the WWF heavyweight champ, as long as he was the intercontinental champ. Like, he was okay with that. Like, he was okay with me being Diddy and him being Mace. Because he understood Mace was making money getting girls anyway. So, there was never, I never really felt any hate from my brother, which is what I'm trying to explain. There was never that sense of jealousy. Um,. You know, those things came way later in life and it would have happened regardless. Uh, and it wasn't even like jealousy, like how you might think. It's again just men. It's men stuff. Like, you're going to want to beat me at some point. You know, you're not always going to want to be number two. And it became a driving force, which is awesome. And this is why I'm saying he was my first set of responsibilities. 
I explained to him early in life, like, I'm your big brother. I got your back. Whatever you need in life, I will be there. And I've never not done it from when we were kids to when we were teenagers to now as adults and to the day I die. Uh, and all I asked for him to do was to do the same with our siblings, you know, break it down. So here's how we get to the nickname Halfway. Halfway over here likes to listen to all my advice. He takes, he listens, he really like listens and hears all of it. It's not one of those people that half listen and then, you know, you're like, oh, they just did what they heard. No, he hears all of it. But he only does what he likes out of what I say. Halfway over here doesn't understand that when I give him a plan, it's a complete plan. You can't just take what you want from it and make it happen. So this is why we say halfway because it works half the way through because the other way finishes up. His way. Of course, my way. And his way, is his, he's happy, so I guess it works. <laughs> but it's just funny. Like, this is why I've called him halfway. Um, but yeah, halfway. What do you remember about when we were kids? Like, like, I, like any of what I said, like, take you back? Um, of course, all that stuff. Um, like, remember um, when the guys over there in the building? No names. No names, of course. No he names. might be listening. Yeah. I don't want you coming for me, young king. Mm. Right. So they're trying to, you know, hit up my naughty. I'm like, yo, what the heck is going on? He's the smallest one. So, you know, us two had to go there and, you know. Regulate. Yep. A few him, times. Yeah, tell him, yo, we're here. Like, don't, don't mess with him. So, you know, the stuff that you know, go through your mind. You know what I was remembering days, about that story? About that situation with him? You remember his uncle? Because yeah, yeah, now I got him on Facebook. Yeah, and I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time he came back from the baseball game. And I forgot, it was with the lasers. Remember with the yeah, lasers yeah, sure. that, that we had taken, like, the caps or something? We, yeah. Something that his uncle came, he was trying to, a son, of, like, because he was way bigger yeah, and older. Yeah. And you remember he was trying to press us, and I was like, yo, that was not happening. Yeah, not with us, man. I, yo, it yeah. was just funny. We, we were strong. We were together. We, like, we, we yeah, we were pretty nice. invincible. The other one was, um, what was it? When I let you, that note to get you with the G-Net. Damn, yeah, bro. Yo, you want to know what this dirtbag did once? Uh, <laughs> here you go. This is one of those stories that, again, that you're like, damn, yo. Uh, this is why Kelly's so 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 um, aware all the time. Because even your brother will save his ass before dying, okay? Um, you know how it was when your siblings... We were playing Nintendo. This is original Nintendo. We're talking about Duck Hunt and Mario. Um... So we had the rule that, you know, you know those two-player games. So we had the rule, whoever loses got to pass up the control. Of course, like anybody else's house, pretty much. But when you're big brothers, and you're used to being big brothers, you know that you don't really lose, and you don't pass that control. So when you do lose to each other, y'all looking at each other like, yo, who's going to pass this kid the control? So this one time... Even though it's happened plenty of times, my uh, my father used to rent rooms in his apartment, and we were in one of our uncle's rooms. They were still had a men's room, yeah. yeah. Um, and we were using the TV in there, small box TV, playing, sitting on the bed, and all that. I believe Wilton lost first. Probably didn't want to pass the control up. We start the game. We keep playing. We laughing. Uh, Nuti's getting upset. Then I lose. I ain't passing the controller because I won and I shouldn't have 
have been playing him, so technically... Nobody wanted to turn the control. I don't need to be passing the controller over it. So we started another game, and this time, my crazy-ass little brother, uh, Ready Soul, was coming. And he got upset before the game was even over. If you ever meet this dude, he's an angry little man. And I say little because he's little. And I'm not tall, ugly. but he's little. Ugly man, too. See, I ain't going to say he's ugly. He will to say he's ugly. But point is, he got angry. He grabs one of those blue razors. You know, the shaving razors, the Gillette razors. Mind, this is the 90s still, so... I'm pretty sure that my uncle had used that razor a few times. That was not like, oh, you won and done. You don't just use it and throw it out because you realize, hey, these cost 25 cents. Uh, no, so it was there on the nightstand. He grabs it, comes at us because he's crazy. And I'm shirtless like I am right now, and I pretty much always am when I'm home. So we run. We run around the bed. I actually get ahead of halfway over here. Open the door to the room, let halfway run out so that I could run behind him and close the door shut. Nah, halfway run out and close the door shut on me. I'm trying to pull the door open. He's holding the door closed. A <laughs> uh, little bastard, Nuthi, comes up behind me and just whack, whack, just slices me up right down my back that's, with a razor. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about my it, my stepmom was shitting bricks that day. Yeah, she, was. she died a little bit. She was like, "How I'm gonna explain this? How what is how is his mom gonna react? Imagine today that we adults oh, now. Imagine these girls out here. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah. Explain that. That'd be crazy. Explain that to yeah. I mean, that's not happening. You know, when you're kids, you don't think about that stuff. But it's like, damn, yeah. How do you explain that to you when you you know my mom comes to pick me up that that I got razor cuts down my back. Like, what's going on over here? That's so, true. that certainly didn't help the situation. Yeah. But that's one of those many, you know, brothers' sisters stories. Oh. Um, we, like, we only got, what, half an hour for this? Nah, you know, we're good. We're good. But. Um, what else? The bigger deal. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to put you in the spot like I did my man Bello. Oh, right no. now. Oh, no. If I die. Oh. Or if I get a, you know, huge award or something. Die. What you have to make a speech? You have to talk about your brother. What, what would you say? And what would I say? The good, the bad, the ugly. All right, I'm gonna do this Spanglish, like I said. But um, what can I say about you is, is that you always, we understand even with different mothers, we still understand like we was just still like we are brothers. And I know half brothers. I don't even know what that means. None of that half stuff. brothers. I don't. We always treat each other like that. That's real brothers. You always been there for us. Any situation, fighting, school, anything you wanna. He was always there for us. Always. And that's something I cannot complain about it. So now, that's all I can say. Like he always was there for us. I love him to death. You know, we go up and down, but that's regular. And that's, that's the whole bottom line of life. Nothing's going to be perfect. Now, really happy for him now. He got her own baby now. So, I was just with him a couple of minutes ago. So, I'm like so happy for him. But for him, for my Kelly de Jesus, I'm telling you, he's just a wonderful brother. He's just always giving out good advice. Like he said, giving us a plan to see in the future we could have a better future. We could be all set. So, 
I don't know, man. I love you. I, I have to say, but now. Am I annoying? Oh, definitely. Hey, why? You're always gonna be annoying. You just, no, I don't know. How? Because you're the older one. You always want to be annoying. <laughs> Something that we cannot stop. I don't know. We're I, always arguing about sports, like always. He's always went the wrong way, except for the Yankees. Exactly. Oh, he a Giants fan. Yeah, I'm a Giants fan. But he's not really crazy football, yeah, so that's something like, yeah, he a Giants fan. But we always fight about LeBron James stuff because he he yeah. like corny dudes like LeBron. Whatever. But <laughs> all the good stuff that he have, he got a lot. Saying so my brother just is just crazy, and how he plans everything. It's like you can see it from now. He. But since 2019, he already got planned out the whole 2019. And most likely, 90% he will do it, if not 100. That's how crazy it is. He told, That's a funny bro. He come to me in January, told me what he want to do for the whole year. And then by October, November, most likely 90% is already done. So that's something that's crazy. I would love to do it, but it's, not, it's, it's easy to say, it, but it's so hard to do it. So something that I respect a lot about him. So, yeah. That's about it. Bad stuff about him. Let's put it. I'm going to put it on the spot. <laughs> bad, bad part is, you know, he really think he's perfect. I'm never yeah. wrong. He, think, he really think he's perfect. But it's okay. I give him that. At least, like I said, he do at least 90% of it. So, yeah, we always... I always, think it's a little higher than 90. I don't know. We always, so I'll take 95. That's why we always argue and stuff like that. That's most likely we, we fight about. He really think he's perfect. Everything, everything got to be always most likely his way. But, yeah, that's about it, most likely. And yeah, I love him to death, man. It's, but isn't my way usually the right way? Yeah, but not like always... <laughs> Every step is your way. That's the funny part. That's like now. Nah, I'm trying to learn. As I get older, I am trying to learn to. Again, now I could talk about different stuff because now today, this is what I'm saying. When I say he was my little big brother. Yeah, next time I come to the party, you better have more liquor, man. Oh, that's actually the request. Oh, I just good. keep him quiet because you don't want to hear them on the podcast. God damn. But um, <laughs> the reason that I call him my little big brother now, which is not a term I used before for him, was um. Because now as we gotten older, uh, maybe like about two, three years ago, I started having a lot more respect for my brother as an adult. Uh, it's not that I never not have respect for my brother, but I judge men as men. I don't care if you're my brother, my cousin, my friend. Everybody knows me. I judge everybody equally. There's no bias. There's no, nah, not this time. This time because it's my brother, it's okay. He'll tell you that firsthand. When um, he messes up, I'm the first one coming down, and I'm like, and I don't ever change my mind about it. It's like, yo, that's wrong. That was wrong. Period. Um, but and I say that I started respecting him as a man is that I started respecting the fact that I understood that he was now aware of all his decisions. He was clear-minded, you know, even though. It could have been stuff that I, I didn't agree with because it wasn't, again, my way. You know, I had to respect the fact that everybody was different and had different plans. And they wanted to go about things differently. Uh, my little brother actually was the one who had to point that out to me, you know, in the most serious conversation ever. That He just, like, sat me down and was just like, yo, I'm going to explain something to you right now. This goes for me. This goes for everybody. You know, but you need to come down from your high horse, come down from your cloud and understand that, yes, your way works, your way is great and all that, 
But not everybody want to do things how you do it. Not everybody wants the things that you want. And it was like the biggest slap in the face. Like he slapped me so hard with those words that I was just like, oh, because he said two things. He didn't tell me that I was wrong, but he told me you're wrong for how, you, you know, thinking that it just has to be the way that is. there's more ways to be right, not just your way. So when I started thinking like that, I started looking at Walton differently. Because now I started looking at how he did things and why, and, more, and I started talking to him more instead of reacting to what I saw him doing or saying or whatnot. And that's when my respect came in. And then, especially in the last year or two, he showed me a different type of growth. Again, where it is a man making man decisions. And again, he has a plan. Period. It's his plan. I don't have to give my opinion on it unless he asks for it. Uh, sometimes I'll still throw in my one-two punches, but I don't go for the haymaker no more. Because before I used to just throw haymakers. It's like playing Mike Tyson knockout. I just want to knock out every conversation, every situation. But now, you know, I just throw my jab, boom, boom, and the rest, you know, go do your dance. Um, but a lot of stuff, he's now come to me as a man to speak to me and you know, pull me to the side and sit me down in the corner and be like, listen, dude, this, this, and this. And I've never not walked away from one of those situations being thankful because that just told me that my brother's there for me like I'm there for him. You know, I always say that when people stay quiet and they don't tell you stuff, they love you, but they don't love you all the way. Why? Because if you really, really love me, you have to be able to tell me even when I'm doing something wrong so that I could stop, so that I could fix it. Um, and it's all things that we talk about. Uh, I know that usually I talk more in detail about all these things on the podcast, but when I have a guest, I feel it's better not to talk about those details because of, again, this is my podcast, my things to air out. Uh, so I will be getting to those situations and talking about them in detail, but this is again, more about me and my, my feeling with my brother and my interactions with my brother. Uh, so yeah, that's where I lately... Uh, he's become that person to me. Last episode, I spoke about how my wife gave me the scare of my life at the hospital uh, after my child was born. She told me two days after. That's crazy. And like I said, I didn't tell nobody pretty much what happened, uh, even him. I was, I was supposed to be the first one to call. And, the, and what I told him was when I was in that situation, even though I was, the whole day was passing by, hours by hours, the only person I thought about was him. I was like, I wanted him to be there. I want, I, I needed him to be there. I didn't want to talk to my mom. I like, I was just making it seem cool to everybody, but I wanted my brother there, and it all. And I was wondering why afterwards. And I was like, damn, it takes me back to the that beginning feeling when my, I'm around my brother. I feel like I have to man the fuck up. I have to be a hundred percent. I have to be perfect. Why? Because. I'm his big brother. I'm the blueprint. I got to show him, yo, this is how you go about it. Because if I could be perfect or as close to perfect as possible, then I'm giving you a good blueprint. I'm giving you a good model to follow. Uh, Because I don't want him to be 50%. I don't want him to be halfway. I don't want him to be 60%. I don't even want him to be 100%. I want him to be 200%. I want all the men around me, my kids, 
my brothers. I want them all to be me to the thousandth level. But not me because of the way that I act or whatever, but just that want to be perfect, that want to be a better father, that want to be a better husband, want to be a better son, want to be a better nephew, friend, and all of the above. And like he said, you know, it might seem easy, it might sound easy to say, but it's hard. Uh, my brother could tell you that there's a lot of functions, a lot of stuff that that go down, and I'm not there either because I have to work or somebody just forgot to call me and tell me, hey, this is happening. Or half the time it's, oh, he's not going to come anyway for whatever reason, whether it's work or his wife doesn't want to go, the baby, it's something. But again, um, it's just one of those things that is makes life. We're constantly going through things and we're constantly trying to grow more from it all. Um what do you say, bro? Um, I don't know, man. I think he, you put a, a little Spanish on. Yo creo que ya tú hiciste el cosa, el subject that was little brother is from it. Like, what do it means to you, me, especially me, because it's about today, me. What it means to, like, you know, you're the big brother. Like, like I said, tú quieres que nosotros seamos un bien para el futuro most likely so yeah that's about it for me cool I love him to death you already know go ahead, keep hitting that podcast keep subscribing he's yeah. gonna put me in YouTube Espanol he's gonna get me on Mi Gente yeah, a, <laughs> a high five MySpace yeah, I got a lot of followers so yeah in MySpace <laughs> he's in MySpace yeah. are they using that again in DR <laughs> Oh, he be with all the Spanish reggaeton artists, so you need if you need to get with all those guys, talk He's to him. Straight Dominican hit. Bro. He's the promoter. Um, that's that's what he do. I need him to start promoting my podcast, tell him that we have not bilingual, <laughs> that we have it in Espanol, especially after he hear episode eight when he's driving home today because he says he don't got time, but he listening to that bullshit dembo the whole way to work when he could be listening to his brother talk crap like he always yeah. does. What you mean? This is episode 10. Same. So what you mean you got to listen to 3, 4, 5? You listen, you got to listen to 3 to 10. Especially this one. This one, I'm going to pay this one. You got to get your numbers up. This, I'm going to have to tag you on this hashtag so now you're going to get your follows up. All right. Um, No, but uh, seriously... Being a brother, big brother is the biggest blessing I've ever had in my life. Everybody knows I've always said that. I've always had goals. I told my brothers at 10 years old, don't worry. One day, I'm going to make sure we have a crib together. Guess what? I moved to Florida and got us a three-bedroom apartment. We had a crib together. This guy didn't even live there. He paid rent for a whole year and never slept in that room. Not once. Maybe once or twice. I mean, got baby mama kicked him out or something. But besides that... Yeah, he paid rent for a whole year for a room he didn't ever sleep in. He he didn't even have a bed. He had a mattress thrown on the floor. For real. This is, he was straight bombing it. But uh, again, I'm not going to go start back, back into more stories because I'm going to get back to my brother at some point again um, when I talk about all these stories. But I just wanted you to hear uh, one of the guys, one of the people in my life, uh, tell you some stories so that when I start telling you crazy, crazy stories about us, you understand that it's not a lie. Like he said... He set me up to get slashed. Uh, <laughs> we've done some things. I've gotten people in the hospital as well. So we're like, damn. Yeah, uh, 
again, there's a lot of stuff. He was there when I drove a car for the first time. Pretty much almost crashed it into the house. This is in DR. The scooter. Oh, man. We've, we, he almost killed me thinking I was going to kill him on a scooter in DR. Uh, I've destroyed a lot of scooters in DR. I'm surprised he didn't talk about those. I'm happy he didn't go there because maybe I won't talk about how many scooters <laughs> I destroyed in DR. Uh, but, yeah. Um, remember guys Let me wrap this up Remember everybody out there Is your brother and sister Love each other Do something nice For somebody today Do something nice For somebody tomorrow uh, Smile Be happy uh, I love you Love you guys uh, Love the listeners uh, And yeah Express some love man And have a happy Weekend Happy week And get to it It's not as hard As, I, uh, as it seems if I could do it, y'all could all do it. Uh, trust me, I'm not as special as it might. I might try to paint it sometimes. I just know what I want to do and what I want to put out there, and I work for it. So you guys could do the same. Um, please, once you get to it, let me know. Uh, hit the hashtags. Uh, follow, tag, uh, send emails like you guys have been doing, uh, DMs and all that. I love it. Love the feedback. And I can't wait to the day that I could actually start posting it all to show, like, you know, that you guys are not only hearing it, but you're applying it all. So, again, show some love and peace. Peace.